You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is After Buzz TV's The Americans After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's The Americans After Show. On a warm summer's evening. Yes. On a train bound for no. Mr. Kenny Rogers coming through. up with a gambler. The gambler. We both too tired. So good. You love this song. Too. I do. I'm like really happy right now. I love this song. Too. Let's let this ride out versus here. Four minutes of uh, Kenny Rogers, the gambler. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome to the Americans After Buzz After Show. I'm Joe Braswell. I'm joined by the lovely Jennifer Golden. Hi, everybody. Uh, and also joined by Marissa Serafini on the ones and twos. Hello. And in spirit by Lauren Leonelli and Joe Zimbalo. Yes, they're here. It's in spirit. Uh, neither are here. Um, they're doing other stuff but not being with us. But who needs them? Well, we, need we do a little bit. Uh, and that's also Kitty Rogers with the, ga- the Gambler, which, which, which opened our show and also opened the episode The Deal, which is the episode we saw tonight, which was fantastic. It was. Uh, I, you know, God, man, the stupid show. Uh, you know, as we say this every week, and I'll probably say it for the next 13, well, next 10 weeks or eight weeks, whatever I don't forget. Episode five, Marissa? Yeah. So, I mean, it's just so good. This this was a total, like, day in the life episode, right? Right. It was just like a day in the life. And I remember thinking, like, you know, when he got home after that day, I'm like, God, what a day. Like, that's a hard day at the office. Yeah, that you did <laughs> actually did say that. I'm um like, it's this was just really interesting. I think the show is just so good, and they pack so much into each episode. Yeah, so we didn't get that much of the Claudia side mission right. to find out who killed Emmett and the and, and the and the other. And the family. I kind of like that they're drawing that out though because yeah. that is so interesting and important and and yeah. kind of fascinating with what went wrong. Yeah, and who who the mystery of who killed. You right, know. I think it's looming over also. Um, Philip and Elizabeth's heads because now there's so many things playing into like them yeah. questioning what they're doing and and I mean they're always paranoid and skeptical but like it's really coming to a head I think yeah well Joe Flip and I touched on it last week it's like this just the stakes are so high like you've got you know they've got this real mission that they've got to do and focus on they've got this side mission they've got to focus on they've got their family you know Paige is running off to church looking at cute boys playing guitars and reading Bibles under a pillow. And uh, there's a, you know there's a lot going on there for them to do, and, and we see today at the end of the episode that that was a full day. Like they he just got home, put his head on the couch, and the kids are up. Mom, where's my shirt? Right, like the alarm you know. goes off, and he even said he said another day. Yeah, another day. That was I really like the idea of this whole day of the life. It's kind of cool that we get to see. You know, we we complained a lot last week, last week, last year, last season about you know well. We see this weird spy life. They're off wearing wigs and doing spy-ish, and and then the kids are somewhere, and then it just seems like, well, how do they have time to do all this stuff? They got the travel agency, right? They got like wigs. They're going on missions. The kids are at school. Like, how does this all work? 
And this this was a day we actually kind of saw most of it. Well, we didn't see the travel agency. We didn't see the travel agency. We assumed that that you know they have that right. un- unlocked. But... And don't they have employees? Sure, yeah, right. they have to. That that that, that place is uh, doing its thing. So what do we see today? We saw a lot. I want to know where their yeah. income comes from. Their actual income, like whether it's from Moscow or from their travel agency. That's a good or... question. Because we, they never talk about finances ever. Well, Philip and Elizabeth have to have social security numbers and 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 W twos and taxes, and they have to be social security. They have to be legit. So we're assuming there is an income that comes from the travel agency that right. goes into a bank. Because if they were ever investigated or audited or anything like that, they would have to all check out. But I would the, just really like to know more about their finances because they right. that's the, like the one topic they don't touch on. That's very true. I'm assuming they get some sort of money, you know, from obviously they get money or whatever from Moscow right. as well. Like, but what does a spy make in that day? Yeah, what does a spy like? Because the stakes are high. I mean, like, yeah. is, is it all for like God and country? Well, not God, but are they, you know, for the Russians, country. but is it all for country and, and country? Or is it uh, or is it like highly paid and lucrative? In 80, I don't know. Back because in the 80s? That's a good then, question. Then when... Uh, they were talking about Emmett and what was her name, Leanne. Yes, their son. Um, they were saying like, well, they'll be he'll be taken care of. Right. But like she, I think she asked like, how so? And it was like, we don't know. Yeah. They just take care of. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Right. We take care of everything because this is the, right. This is communism. But I do think that it, they keep revealing that there are things they do not know about this program. Sure. Like. You're trusting so much in this country, yet right. you the also still don't have information. Yeah, well, that, that's kind of like this it's is blind the, trust. Well, this is kind of like the, the 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 cornerstone of what communism and the Cold War and, and before that was sort of based on. It's like we are the government; we know what's best. Right. We will take care of the citizens. Um, you know, it's this this is we're all one. And uh, it's very 1984. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That's what you did there. Uh, <laughs> no. Except that was about our country. So that's true. So, uh, uh, so yeah, this this is the deal, and the deal that was made was we saw that well, we got to see the continuation of that cliffhanger we got last week, which we know, um, you know, in the middle of them trying to do their 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 repatriate, they're trying to repatriatize or uh, re- repatriate. I don't know the word, but uh, uh, the the Russian scientists they got ambushed by a mystery couple, which we now know were two Mossad agents there to ensure to protect their. Uh, Russian Israeli Russian Jew guy, and so uh, that was interesting. So, th- wait, were they taking him though to still get the deal that they wanted? I think this is. Where I think it gets the goal tricky. was to get that deal to happen, which is why they were going to take him to use him as leverage. To use him as leverage, yes. maybe to get the Russians get that to happen. I, this so is so that the, then. Well, this the, is what I'm unclear on, and I know one the, Russian for you, fifteen Jews for us. Well, that's what happened. That's right. ultimately what happened, but. I don't know. I, I'm I'm totally unclear. And then the internet, please uh, help us out on iTunes and YouTube. Is that like, because the woman was his mistress, I think. Like they, they like so he had a mistress who it turns out maybe was a plant, was a Mossad plant. And I don't know if she was there to like, you know, help you know kidnap him, or she was there to watch over him to protect him. So when he was getting grabbed, I couldn't tell if they were there to save him or if they were there to, you know, take him. And I felt like they were there to save him, but whatever happened, uh, they took him away. And but, but we, but the Russians had one of the, one of theirs, you know, when they're when they're so the, the deal was, we'll give you back your Mossad right. agent, you give us back our, our our Russian, you know, that's that. And so, uh, and our Katie, as we saw, he said he'll if it costs him his career, he's going to get this deal done. And as we saw at the end, fifteen hundred of your peeps. 
My peeps in the tribe. My tribe <laughs> oh, members. peeps got to, got, to, got to go free. And I love that bit at the end where they're like, you know, looks like Russia's softening, you know, humanitarian, looks like this, it's a humanitarian gesture on their part. And it cuts like, dude, like chained to the to the boat. Poor guy. Oh, God, that's so awful. So uh, so we did see that scene. Wait, by, by the way, and just for the Jews out there, like, that's very almost like yeah. Passover, like, let my people go. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's how timely, like, Russia, let our people go. Oh. Sorry. Uh, to <laughs> Jewish reference. <laughs> to all my Jewish folks. So, um, yeah, so we, we got to see um, the, the conclusion of that. And what we decided, what they decided is they're going to, you know, they tied him up. And I didn't know if they were going to torture him to figure out what was going on, but it didn't take that long. But what we got is I thought we were going to get this crazy torture scene or this crazy, right. like, something. But what we got instead was this very interesting uh, dialogue between two old war horses, two old spies, like who do the same job, right? But in a, in a real conversation, it reminded me a lot of um, a little bit of Safe House, you yeah. know, with uh, Denzel and uh, and and Ryan Reynolds, and like where you, there's this bit, there's this piece where you know you're you, we do the same job, we're talking, but um, there's a mutual respect for each other. But we're not on the same side. Like right. that, that, there's a lot of there was a lot of that. It was stuff. interesting because of all the parallels and yeah. and you know the comparisons between our country and that your country and our right. communism and your communism and the yes. way we handle you know saving our spies and what we die for and what you right. die for and I feel like those kinds of conversations make Philip think and you well know, yeah well I mean, clearly like doing. it was like I mean he you know my man Mr Mossad was dropping some bombs on Philip he was just like. You know, I mean, his his big line was, you know, um, uh, oh, he said, you know, I go, you know, I, I'm not, he says, I'm bronze, not platinum like you. I go home for Passover. Before I go home for Passover, I hide what I what I do, but I don't hide who I am. Right. And I was like, face Philip, you know, <laughs> like, like, yeah, like he like, said, I don't have to hide my accent. I can sing Kenny Rogers right. with an accent. I don't have exactly. to change what I look like. I don't have to change my name. But I hide what I do. Yes, and I, I didn't. I didn't recognize that as a you know as an Israeli accent. Um, and I probably you know I, I'm, I'm ashamed that I did not recognize it as a Israeli accent. I thought like, oh, he's Russian. You know, I thought so too. <laughs> okay, but good. then because you're Jewish, right? But then I'm, but I'm not Israeli. <laughs> but so then that. after when they said he was Israeli, I was like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. That and does he make had, more he sense. had a tan, so I yes. was like, oh, Israeli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely come from like a frozen place. Yeah, and, and be like exactly. He's, he's definitely Mossad. So uh, yeah, that but that was clear. That whole like it's kind of this weird like also. We, we saw there was the mundane parts of that job. Like, Philip was essentially just in babysitting. a... Babysitting. in a makeshift safe house, like which, which wasn't a safe house. It was just a, a holdup, like, not knowing what he's going to do. Like, trying to figure out... He, 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 he patched up the guy's wounds, kept him alive, tied him up, and basically he's, like, waiting, you know, right. in, his, in his little beanie. And it's like... And then while he's waiting, they get to have these conversations, and it's like... It's very mundane. You don't think of, you know... Again, the spy work we see is all action packed and karate and sex right. and you know and Some codes of it's and explosions. Just sitting and watching your hostage yes. or your, your yeah your your well yeah your hostage at the time yeah. Uh, also, we get to see the, the mundane parts like uh, him having to take him to the bathroom. Which thank you, oh. uh, thank you, uh, Joe Weisberg and FX and for letting us see every bit. Of all of that, including the sound design of him peeing, I'm like, are we going to hear the plot? Like, what? I know. <laughs> that was oh, like I'm full. So, so uncomfortable. That was by a, it that all. was a full scene we did not need to see. I'm like, okay. But I like that. I mean, 
that is part of the deal. Yeah. Like, was... if not, we would have said, well, what happens in that one day? Exactly. Why didn't you show us what really happens while you're sitting there? That guy's got to go to the bathroom like you fed him. Yeah. So. And it's also a trick. It's also a weird sort of, like, suspenseful trick because even though it's like, I have to go, you know, to the, number two, he didn't say that, you know. But then they say he drags him in there. And I'm like, okay, cut away. I'm like, oh, they're still on this. <laughs> right. Now I have to pull my pens down. I'm like, okay, cut away. Nope. But it adds this this tension of like, oh, he's going to try something, and And the way Philip was approaching it, you know. But of course, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm recounting this, but only recounting this because I'm so crazy. Then he had to wipe him. Like, I know you really want it. You want to live through every moment. I well, we had to see it. I know we all saw it, and I'm living through it again. But I'm just like, this speaks to the point of the mundane work of spying. Spying's not all like just making out with broads and shooting guns. It's not. (laughs) It's not the glamorous job. No, it's not. It's all James Bond tuxedos and uh, and baccarat. No, it's very not for them actually. Um, No, but so of course I love that the Mossad agent, you know, tried to get away, and he's like, listen, I. I had to try something. Yeah, which was cool. That's part of that whole like sort of mutual respect spy right. stuff. Like, hey, you know, add, come on, I had to try something. You, right. you would have done it. And I like that you Philip know. didn't then like kill him or anything. Like, yeah, like that. That was not part of the deal. Exactly. Um, but also, we are introduced to the new yeah. person in charge of them, the new Claudia, which is so strange that she's so young. I don't understand it. Well, well, she explained that basically. It's like we, you know, she was one of the, Claudia is one of the most experienced you know, handlers we have, and you found her unacceptable. So it, it, it does, it's a dual thing. It just shows what the center, how highly how highly regarded Philip and Elizabeth are to the center. It's like these True. guys are top agents, and Claudia wasn't good enough for them, so we got to find them someone that they can work with. You know, it's almost like, you know, if you're, if you're at a corporation and you have a boss and the boss is giving you ish and you have the power to call up, you know, above, go above their head, and they'll send you someone who you can right. deal with, you know. Um and you know, so that, that and so she was very much like, I'm an honor to work with you and blah blah blah. So I was like, come on. Uh but uh, you know, he was all business. He wanted to get the negotiation done and it it was done. So um which we'll which we'll get to in a second. But uh yeah, that was uh there's there's a lot going on just on that part of it, like that he had to endure and we see it was cool to see. We didn't what's great about this episode too is in terms of Philip, we didn't get a lot of um exposition from Philip at all in terms of like oh wow my life is weird and oh no I'm, I really miss my kids and, oh, what am anything, I doing but it was all in his eyes yes. and it was, Lauren would say it was his acting choices yes is that, and, and Joe Flippo might say that too so he'd be like you know I really love the guy the way you, the guy choice that's my bad Joe Flippo yeah <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen him in a while, but I don't think he talks like that. <laughs> I think he does. It's like Seinfeld, and I don't know what he's talking like. Anyway. But anyway, so um, yeah, it, it was. It was all like it's, it's a it's a great move by an actor where you can just sort of see what they're thinking, like and you look at them and sort of see the wheels turning. Right. And we all know as an audience member, like, oh, every time he said something, like, oh, Philip, what do you think of that? And he's just like, you know, right. So that was cool. Um, so all that, so that, so we got that piece happening. Um, and then we get to cut back to you know the, the, we know our, our, our triad here. We have the 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 office drama, and then we have the uh, well, well three three main dramas we have right. So we have the the office, which is the uh, residentura and the FBI. So we have to see what's going on interpolitically with those right. two things. And then we have um, the spy stuff, which is the action stuff that happens, and then the, whatever the caper, or the or the heist, or the, not the heist, but the uh, mission operation, is yeah. operation is. And then we have the family drama stuff, you know, between Philip and Elizabeth and the family and whatever else. Uh, and then we have all the 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 the, the um, Stan. Poor Martha too. 
Well, that's the other thing. We have the, we have the affair stuff, which right. I'll, I'll categorize that as Stan and you know Stan and uh, Nina and Clark and Martha. Right. So we have all these sort of multiple storylines to oh follow. Oh my goodness! They're and all... then Elizabeth even had her own little thing going. Yeah, on. which 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 was well handled. So let's so Adam, let's just run down these. So we you know we we get just in the FBI side. Um, not much going on, but we see that, you know, uh, Stan wants to, the FBI has some, has some leads as to maybe what may or may not be going on. Stan has some ideas. He brings in Gad, presumably to help him do some paperwork and push some pencils, but really it's because it's for, he needed his access to go find out some stuff that he, a lead he wanted to work. Right. So it was like the two buddies working together again. And, and Gad looked a little like, you know, he was like a little smile on his face. He's like, oh, he was really? a little excited. Yeah. He, he was like, like eager, a little like, over eager. Yeah. He's like, okay, I'll get right on it. You right. know, it was really, it was kind of like, cute. you want me back? Yeah, it was, it was it was very cute, yeah. and so that they they did that. But on the on the uh, resident tourist side, we see this power struggle between Oleg and and Arkady continue, and you know, well, can we we have to address the yeah. Russian portions of the show? Sure, because I know as a viewer, like I'm yeah. so used to hearing them just like have this dialogue. Then when it switches over to Russian and their yeah, yeah, subtitles, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Like what? It is, like it, it makes me have to like switch a gear in my brain and yeah. like really focus, but also takes me out of it a little bit. It's interesting you say that because I have the it's I'm on the fence of that because I have the same exact same reaction, but like I because I wish, but I do respect that they're doing it. That I like way, that it's authentic right? because you know like in movie whatever the Hunt for Red October it's like Sean Connery like talking in his Scottish accent as a Russian. It's like. You know, whatever. Like they did that thing where they'll use a lot of Russians and they'll talk in whatever accent they're talking, right. or they'll talk in some brush, bro, broken American accent. And it's like that's you know, I don't know, but it's kind of cool to see them talk in Russian. But it is, you know, you have to like, oh, let's re- start reading and pay attention, right? But I will say the dialogue. I mean, even though it's all in Russian, it's... I mean, there's some zingers in there. Oh yeah, like Arca- uh, Arcadia was definitely you know uh, giving it to Oleg at the door when he when he knocked on the door in the right. radio room. You know, it was kind of cool that whole that whole exchange there, um, and also you get I like this like this whole interaction they and they added this weird assistant slash secretary dude to Arcady because you get it it's almost yeah. like you can get Arcady's inner monologue like you get to say like all the stuff that he, he it's a good device for him to be able to say the things he wants to say out loud like I will this cost me my career and da 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 like who else would he say that to so they had to create this little guy who's talking to who's just kind of like yes Arcady but. I thought that was kind of cool. So um, it's good to see all that. But, you know, I got to say, I'm starting to like this Oleg. I like him. He's a little bit of a badass. He's cocky. He's ba- I kind of like his swag. Like, I like him, too. Yeah. I like, you know, he and he's, out, he's also like, he's sort of backing his He's like kind of going rogue. Right. Well, I think that Joe was calling him like a, you know, he's just a Russian frat boy. But I think he's way more advanced than that. He's definitely like... I think he's talking a lot of a lot of stuff, and he's definitely got some cockiness, and he's definitely right. got some swag, but he's backing it up a hundred percent, right? You know, like he says, he does counterintelligence. He does counterintelligence. Yes, it's like he's like I'm very good at counterintelligence, and guess what? His counterintel was spot on. Not only did you know, not only was it spot on for, for, from the standpoint of he saw all four all four tails, including Stan, and led Stan away. But more importantly, he figured out the whole Nina situation, right? And then. You know, speaking of counterintelligence, figure out a way to fuck to find leverage and flip the whole thing, right? To to give to put him in a weird power position. I would say Nina's probably not unsafe, but he said she was. Oh, yeah, of course. Just to course. light a fire, since now he knows that he loves her. Yeah. Well, what it does for him is it 
it, he like he saw the opportunity. He saw the opportunity now that he has the information. Like once he got that file, and once he got a little Lena, and once he started reading stuff, and he's really smart. Like he said, he's, he's a student of all these things. Like and he's, he doesn't like Arcady, so it's like he sees leverage now. He can use all this to say I can make my own moves because uh, you were working Nina, and then we put Nina to work you. But guess, and you think you're working Nina, and we think Nina's working you, but guess what? I'm going to work both of you. Right. You know, because well, I'm Oli. did he Oli. say how he knows about Nina and him? Did he say that? Uh, no, he didn't have to. He just, all he had to say was, like, how's Nina? And right. so I was like, Nina? Who's Nina? You know? Right. <laughs> I like, mean, it was know. like, yeah. oh, Stan just seems so, like, behind well, that was, you know, it was. I, I did like that because, like, I think I mentioned a couple episodes ago in the last episode that, like, Stan is so proud of himself with Nina. He's arrogant. Like, his arrogance with Nina is like, you know, let me just go and, you know, lay it down and she'll give me the info because she loves me. And, like, and he or thought I he got was going to get an award. And yeah, all that. well, yeah, but he's, you know, it's just, he's got his, his swag with, with Nina is just like, you know, I've got this under control. And, it's, and it was kind of cool to see Nina be able to take that power away from him secretly. But, to see the look on his face when he's like, oh, yeah, that, that asset you're working? Yeah, yeah, she's in danger. I know you love her. You don't want her to be in danger, do you? So you're now, you're gonna, now you work for me. And right. it's like, it'll be... So I wonder, you know, because Stan, I talked about this last week with Joe, how this this is sort of brings in what I talked about with Joe, because last week we saw Stan when he had that uh, that, that, that personal conversation with uh, Philip, and he confessed that he's having an affair, and he seemed really, really sort of disillusioned and beat down by life in general, and then the FBI, because then he saw, like, after he, you know, saved, you know, you know shot the guy on the roof, then he, instead of getting accommodation, he gets investigated, and Gad gets, you know, sent away, so... It, there's, it seemed like he was very disillusioned, and I asked the question, is he susceptible to being turned, maybe? I would say no, but it does sound to me like more of what we were talking about just now was that these people are starting to question what they're doing for their country. Right. And exactly. I think that, it, I mean, it comes into play every so often because right. how can you not be reminded of that mm-hmm. when you're doing the kind of work they're doing? And it is so draining. Like, you know, there was the parallel, I think, because Stan had to go back to the office late at night. Right. And um, Philip had to work the whole night through. Yeah. So they were essentially doing similar things for each country. Yeah. Neither of which is very thanked. It was. Uh, it was. It'd be that. That's a, it's a great, great point because that's kind of what we're seeing. You know, like last season we we built we set the world and we have these are the Russians and these are the Americans and you know and then we're like, well, who's a good guy? Who's a bad guy? A lot of that and that and we're all sort of all doing their thing. Right now, it seems like the Israelis. <laughs> exactly. Well, this season, so we've established, you know, the Russians and the FBI, but then it's kind of like, well, is anybody? We're all just kind of like, you know, is there a good guy and a bad guy? Right. They're all just kind of following orders, but are the orders right? It kind of like really zooms out on the sort of the insanity of war and the Cold War specifically. Yes. It's really, it's I, you know, that's, that's that's a very good observation. But like what's, I, you know, I wonder now, I got to ask you, I mean, so now I asked a question last week, is, is Dan susceptible being turned? And now we have this week. Oleg basically saying, you know, I got you. What are you going to give me? I mean, I thought Stan, you know, on one hand, Stan's pretty much true blue FBI guy. On the other hand, he's a disillusioned guy who's in love with Nina. Which way do you think he'll go? I think he needs to retire. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> I think well, he is past his prime. What do you think, though? Do you think he's going to, like... I don't think he'll turn. Give up Nina? I think... He's like, I don't care. Let her die. I'm an American. No, I think that he will probably... Give up Nina. 
Mm-hmm. And I think Oleg likes Nina, which is probably yeah. why he did that. Also, I want to know why Oleg led him anywhere. He was driving somewhere. Right. And there was a tail on him for a reason. Right. But where was he originally going? Well, he was originally going to go meet. He was going uh, supposedly going to go do the whole thing with uh, okay. Philip, you know, and, 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 and help with the, the exchange. Or, or supervise it, if you will. Did like, anyone even ask where their supervisor was, or like, or did they not know Oleg was going? At all? No, they, well, that was that they had that they had that meeting in the in the room where uh, Arcady was like, it looks like, and I'll go too, basically. Oh yeah, he said, I it, don't want you at the exfiltration. Yeah, and, and Alex and, and Arcady's like, why would you even be there? He's like, because I'm, I you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm number two in command, and I'm Oleg, I'm out, and I'm good at counterintelligence. Peace, and so he went, and he was right. So, but I mean, he would have been unnecessary. Oh, of course he, he would have there. been, but he just doesn't want to be cooped up at the Residentura. Like he's he wants he to, wants to be and, in the field, be in the field, and be in you know be in be in the, be in the action. So you know, so that was it. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But that got that you know, Oleg turned out to be a great counterintel dude and turned the tables, and we'll see what happens with Stan. I respect Oleg now. Yes. Uh, so going back, so we see, um, and we you know being well just to finish this whole storyline story out. Um, we the the new Claudia comes back basically, and you know, and and Philip's like, "Where's my safe house?" And he says, "Well, we don't need a safe house, meaning there's a deal being right. struck." So they do actually make the deal and do the exchange, and you know, and then my my Mossad agent man, he was like ribbing, you know, Philip the whole way, like you know, that your wife that's the one to beat me up. I bet she's a joy to go home to. I'll see you later. Like and he's like, "Shut up! It's not too late to kill you." They're like a comedy team going down there. Yeah. You know? So, uh, it was that. So that was kind of a cool thing. They get the exchange, and it's like you know, again, two guys who respect each other. And then just when you think Philip is doing enough, like you know, sort of psychological pain, yeah. hearing the Mossad guy give him a bunch of ish, then he's got to go put the poor scientist in the car, and that was heart wrenching. I mean, he pleaded and begged to right. stay in the United States. His son is going to have a bar mitzvah, and yeah, and he wanted to stand there and be part of. You know, his son becoming a man in the Jewish tradition. Oh. And heart wrenching. Heart wrenching. And he cried. Like, and then he had that, that sobbing for like 30 seconds of camera sobbing. time. That was actually more painful than watching my Mossad guy go to the bathroom. It was actually, oh, I don't know. <laughs> in real time. You know what? I, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that it was. No. But, it, you know, I, I feel like it always happens where they're tugging on their heartstrings yeah. about the children. And I really felt like maybe Philip would no. have a change of heart, but I don't think that he can make those calls. But I do think that that then plays more into the fact that he wonders what he's doing here now. Yeah, well, you know, at the, at the, in the pilot from season one, Philip was like out; he's ready to defect, right? You know, and then we had him. We saw his whole arc from the pilot all the way to where he is now, which is back and you know being fully committed and ready. I don't know how you go from one extreme to the other because being yeah. ready to defect is like, bye, right? I'm over you and your values and the country and right. all that. So to go back full force, I mean, it seems like he does waver a lot. Well, I mean, yeah, because obviously he had to be, you know, committed enough to do it. And then he got to the point where he was doubting it. Right. And then now he's recommitted. And now it seems like Elizabeth may be the one who's closer. I'm not saying she's going to defect, but she's definitely, she's, her wheels are turning a lot more than they used to do. I like seeing that because it does make you feel a little bit, you know, more empathetic toward them. Yeah, especially Elizabeth because she humanizes her. Right. And it, I like seeing that. Yeah. I'm not mad when they question things. Um, and, you know, and Elizabeth was such a 
freaking goddamn robot last season. You know, she's, I like her so much more this season. Yeah, she's definitely she's showing a lot of different, a lot of a lot of range too. Yeah, uh, she is. which we'll get to in all of her different characters. But, uh, but yeah, so I just you know back to one last thing about you know that car ride is we, as we talk about the acting, we talk about like again, you know, uh, Philip. Uh, Matthew Reese, great job in acting. He's just like stone faced, and he's and you know that he's just like his heart's breaking, yeah. or he's like, uh, and then his specific digs about kids and family, and do you have a family, and you know, and all this other stuff, and you know, I gotta go back. Like, you don't have to go back. Like, please let me work for you. I'm like, yeah, that wouldn't be so bad. Let yeah. him work here. Like, let him let him steal our American secrets here. Like, I always right. find myself rooting for the Russians somehow. It's crazy. But what happens <laughs> to you when you go back? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Like, they clearly lock you, like, away. Well, that's what you're saying. Like, what kind of life? I'm going to be, like, in Russia, the place I what, try to get out of my whole life. And not, not to mention, you know, uh, he made it very clear in the opening scene from last week uh, that, you know, he did so much to get out of there, mainly because of his freedom of religion. Like, he's a Jew. Like, he wants to be able to practice right. his religion. So he's going to go back there and be totally, you know, uh, back into the communist mode and, and just have to be locked down and not even have his family, not have his religion. I mean, I'm sure he's also punished for defecting. Like, yeah. So, I don't know. That's just That sounds like a tough gig for him. And that was, that was Poor guy. Thing. But, you know, that, 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 that's, that's, that's life in the Cold War. I guess that's life in the spy in the spy world. So uh, switching over to you know that we also got a direct continuation of the same day of I mean it kind of picked up right where we left off right from right. last season from last from last episode. Yeah. Uh, so we got Martha still swilling the wine on the phone. I mean Clark, her and her empty threats. Clark, you know <laughs> she needs to get a grip. I can't. I, that storyline annoys me probably yeah. more than the Russian. <laughs> yeah, I like, that. I like, like I like Martha. I like Martha and the, and the white Grenache. She kills me. It's like a, she's so pathetic. Like your husband is not your husband. Yeah, woman, get it together. Um, but the fact that Elizabeth came over pretending to be Jennifer, the sister, uh, yes, and like she was so convincing. Yeah, she that was. I mean, all that. I mean, that again. We talk about with that. Uh, you know, Carrie Russell has more to do, and now, and also the Elizabeth character. Like to see her be three different people in one episode, right? You know, so that must be fun as an actor. It's like yeah, that. and there were three completely different personalities. Right. I mean, the sister, which I, whose name I don't remember. I'm Jennifer. sorry, Jennifer. Like she was a I total. <laughs> she even dropped the. Uh, he should remember it. She didn't drop the. Uh, you know, I don't want to be a Betty Budinsky. You oh know? my goodness! <laughs> like was just so like '80s. You know. She, uh, but uh, and she was so great and uh, knew and did a great job of sort of covering and knew exactly what to say. To right, get like, oh, there. Clark, pulled the Clark. Right. And what's great about that, that scene, the turn in that scene, which is like Elizabeth was in complete control because she knows Philip and she knows how, how Philip is. You know, obviously she's married to him and she knows him as a spy. So she's like, let me, I know all the things to say to make her feel okay. Right. And, I, and then and then I know everything about this guy, and I had complete control, and it worked. I win. And she's like, let me tell you what, he's crazy in the sack. And it's like, what? Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't was... imagine what that's like. But hearing that about your own husband. but Yeah. Hey, it's part of the spy life. Yeah. And then again, again well acted by uh, by Carrie Russell. So it's kind of like, oh. What? And then she's like, does not want to know, does not want to know. And she's like, well, what's he like? <laughs> Which I feel like any sister would not actually say. No. She, I think, was curious to see if he was like what he is with her with uh, Martha. And I know Martha was like hopped up on the box wine and you know the bottle with a bottle of what Chardonnay or white Grenache or Chablis or whatever the hell it was. But like, 
Yeah, I mean, you don't tell your your sister about your bro. I mean, that's like, you know, let me tell you about your brother. He's an animal in the sack. Oh. Your brother. I know you don't want, you may not want to hear this, but let me tell you what. Like, that's like, that's come on, Martha. Lines are being crossed <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, anyway, so that was, that was uh, an interesting scene. And then we get to see um, uh, Elizabeth go and then go back and, and, and deal with the young sailor, which is also sweet and heartbreaking. But he finally, I mean, that little uh, handy, as Joe would say, that little handy she gave him in the car worked because he went and got the files. He got them and gave them to her. And then uh, they get what they want. Like, yeah, said. but and, but she did. She was successful in working him and she didn't have to sleep with him. I mean, right. she did. And what she did was a lot more impersonal than sleeping with him. Um, and she got the files and then she told him, like, OK, bye. And he was like, I'm not going to see you again, am I? She's like, not really. Thanks. She said, I have nothing to give you. Right. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a very, like, sweet, poignant thing, but right. it actually made sense. And in a weird way, I feel like the the sailor doesn't feel heartbroken. He feels like he did he did the right thing. He did something noble. He had a moment. And, like, right. it was just a really, like, sweet way to it end was. that instead of, like, a bullet to the head or a wrench to the face or something. <laughs> you know, the poor guy. So, oh. so she... So Elizabeth Day, she had a full day too, but not yeah. quite as tough, right? Right. She, no. you know, she got to deal with Martha, and she got to go and deal with the sailor kid, and she, she was, also had to deal with Paige. And she got to go home and deal with Paige, you know, which was, uh, and then I was also very telling that that scene where Paige kind of came down and tried to give that little confession, and it felt like a mirror image. It felt like she was trying to say like how it felt like this is how Elizabeth feels. Like I don't know how to handle all the complicated things in my life. I don't have nowhere to put it. Well, what's so complicated about Paige's life? I don't know. Because she doesn't know any of the complications. She's just living in a house with parents that don't talk to her. But she's just a, she's a teenage girl, so it's right. like, you know, it's all like, you know. And I they mean, don't talk because they're cagey, cold right. Russians. And, exactly. I mean, I guess they try and talk, but not really. But that was kind of a cool, I feel like that even though she's kind of coming down and giving the basically the teenage angst speech of like, my life is incredibly hard and complicated. I don't know what right. I'm doing. It was, it was, but it was a mirror image of like uh, um, Elizabeth, whose life is complicated, and she doesn't know where to put all this stuff. Right. This is why she's beating the crap out of the Mossad agent, you know, and then losing her, losing her ish, right. you know. So uh, there isn't like a appointed therapist in the. I Russian know spy they need world. like yeah they need like a weird handler therapist to sit right. down a, a, a spy marriage counselor a spy a counselor <laughs> of some sort yeah. Uh, so that so that was kind of cool. That all happened, and then obviously, um, you know, uh, the last thing is that to deal with really is just the the Oleg. Uh, I'm sorry, the art, the uh, Nina Oleg. Sort of like we talked to Patricia a little bit, but I don't know. I mean, do you? Obviously, Oleg is into Nina, and obviously, Oleg's all over everything she's doing. But I still maintain that Nina is very much into him. What are you picking up? I agree. As I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yes, is that the saying? Yes, that's what the kids. That's what the kids say. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. That, okay, good. I, it, it feels that way. It feels very much like you know. I, don't I know. think she likes that he's like, you know, kind of got balls. Yeah. And so, and, and and she definitely stands. I mean, even though she knows Stan killed uh, her friend, uh, Stan is not exactly the ballsiest guy. At least not in the sack, or not. No. You know, I mean, I'm assuming. I don't know. I haven't seen the. Anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, I think that's it, right? I mean, that was. I, I think, think so. I mean, we got Mossad, we got the agent, we got the then a Russian doctor, we got Martha, we got Gad, we got the the politics, we got. Every, I think that's about everything. What we don't have is news and gossip. News and gossip. Well, we have something. You have, you have one hot well, item. Well, that's what I mean. We haven't talked about it. News and gossip. Drop. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. Um, 
speaking of things that are hot, uh, uh, Matthew Reese and Carrie Russell are actually seeing each other in real life. What? She like separated from her hubby. That uh, they have like kids. Oh, yeah, totes. So wait, during the I mean, since she started, she started the Americans married. Hey, I'm happy with my husband. And now, her Matthew Reese. This is very Angie and Brad. Very Angie and Brad. Is her husband an actor? I don't no. know. No, I think he's a, a behind-the-scenes human. Right. You know, like most of us are. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I, like, I, it's sad because I feel bad for the husband and the kids and the broken family. But as someone who doesn't know any of them personally, yay! You know... <laughs> Good for them! It is what it is. <laughs> it could happen to anybody in any profession when working closely with somebody. Right. We just happen to hear about these particular people because they're in the news. Yeah. Um, you don't hear about, like, some rando lawyer yeah, helping exactly. out with his paralegal. You know, exactly. they spend all hours together. But I know. we hear about celebrities, and that's what happens. That's what happens. That's some hot some hot gossip. Well, yeah, and now when we watch these, like, sex scenes together, we're like, whoa. Yeah, like, oh, now I get Maybe it. Maybe that's Man. where all the tension came from. Exactly. Or when, you know, we see Matthew Reese, you know, with Martha. I mean, Carrie Russell's really going to be mad Ooh, in real life. <laughs> anyway. That's at, uh, how about a prediction or two or one? I predict and that. Now, oh, I'm overzealous. I'm overzealous about my <laughs> one prediction, and I have been waiting to say it that I think the new handler, mm. because she's young and like mm-hmm. whatever, may come between Philip and Elizabeth. Oh, like you mean in the sack? Like kind of like Matthew Reese came oh. between Carrie Russell and her husband oh. along those lines. Oh, so you're saying that because I felt like there was like a. There was some sort of spark that happened. I don't know, because she's kind of cute. She's cute. She looks yeah. a little Mad Men-ish. Yeah. So I feel like that may happen. And she's very much like, oh, I'm an, I, oh, you know, whatever she said. I love you, basically. Or, she's a little I'm bit of admi- a I'm an admirer. Yeah, she's totally groupy. So she's a I comment. don't know. You know when he'll like her is when she tells him what to do. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to stick with that prediction, because we got to get out of here. But I'm, I'm going to just double down on your prediction. I like that about us. Uh, I'm going to say you can find Joe Sanfilippo at josephsanfilippo.com. You can find him on Twitter at joeflippo.com. Uh, and where can we find you, Jen? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jen the Jew, and Facebook is Jennifer Golden, and my website, jennifergolden.com. Jen the Jew. Wait, you're Jewish? No, I just play that in Hollywood because okay. I figure people will like me. Got it. Uh, I'm Joe Braswell. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe K. Braswell and a bunch of other shows here in After Buzz with, uh, uh, that you probably already know. So, uh, <laughs> for Marissa Serafini and Jen and Joe Flippo and Lauren Leonelli, thanks for watching The Americans. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 